0: Hey ladies! I am so excited to introduce this episode to you. I had the incredible opportunity to interview Jamie Baker, who is a mom stylist. We talked everything about style and how weight doesn't determine your style and how you can have style at any size, any season of life, anything like that. It was a lovely discussion and I'm really excited for you to listen to it. So, I hope you enjoy and I shared a little bit more about Jamie's programs at the end. She really has some incredible programs that I am also a part of and have absolutely loved everything she teaches. So I'm really excited for you to learn from her and if you are like, hey, I want more. She does an incredible job of teaching the women in her community all about Just styling your body and loving your body and showing up in your body and you know that that is everything we teach around here. So without further ado, here is the episode with Jamie Baker. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect, and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Okay, welcome. I am so excited. I have a very special guest with us today. Jamie, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited for this conversation.
0: Me too. Actually, I'm I'm really excited because we've kind of talked a little bit before about what we could talk about because this is an important subject, style and our bodies and our body image. And it's something that I've kind of like tried to figure out my own issues with style and all of that. <laughs> but we kind of talked back and forth and you were telling me some ideas that you Thought we could talk about. And I remember just like so instantly this light bulb that was like, that's the title of the show. Your weight doesn't determine your style. And I think so. Like society and just our brains are wired to believe that like weight equals a certain style. You can only wear that with a certain style, or if I have this weight, or if I'm this size, this equals this. And I really wanted to get on today and 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 debunk that myth. And you're gonna do that. I'm not gonna do do anything, but you're gonna (laughs) do that. And and really work through how to create a personal style in the body that you have and find joy in that and that's what we talk about here yes. so much is like creating joy and personal style and or we don't talk about personal style here but creating joy in our bodies and all of that and so before we do anything will you please tell us more about yourself because you have a really fun story and I want everyone to hear it
1: yeah of course so i started out in styling when I kind of hit a crossroads in life at 30. I was about to turn 30 and I was like, what am I gonna do with my life? I don't want this corporate world anymore. So I went to school in Los Angeles and I went to school for personal styling and then for Hollywood, like editorial type of styling. I worked my way through those rounds in Hollywood of interning and assisting and it's not glamorous and it's not fun and it's not kind. And I decided to ask my friend who worked um, for Disney at the time, she was high up executive at Disney. And I was like, can I just style you and just see how it goes as a personal styling session, not this for TV or for red carpet or whatever. And she was like, sure. And I did a style session with her and she looked in the mirror after the first outfit. And she said, can I take a picture of myself? This is not someone who was ever really into style? She just knew she needed to step up her game because her work kept elevating and she needed to not look like the college kid anymore. She was about to turn 30. And when she did that, she started crying. I'm like, yes, this is what I'm meant to do. I'm Mm -hmm. meant for the real woman, not for the Hollywood facade or what I'm just the help getting paid to put you in a shirt you don't even want to wear. Um, so that began my journey of personal styling. And I tried country music styling for a while, thinking that would be more down to earth in Nashville, not so much. And then I got pregnant and I was like, what, how do you do this? Like what's happening? Then I was postpartum and I had to go on a trip when Max was five months old. And I was like, this is not the same. And I found high-rise jeans and I was having a hard time getting dressed as a professional. And I thought to myself, if I'm having a hard time, how are moms that know nothing about personal style and actually finding your true style, how are they navigating this? And so I switched my business from just personal stylists who styled anyone to really focusing on moms to make an impact on their life.
0: I love it. And when moms show up, the world changes. I mean, really, truly. (laughs) Yes,
1: it, it really all of your relationships change. It's not just you look cute. It's a domino effect of like your marriage is better, your relationship with your kids are better, your friendships are better, your work is better. Everything else comes from you that pours out of you is better when you are not in a reactive state all
0: day or hating the way you look all day. Absolutely, and and spending that effort and that time on yourself pays. Tenfold, right? To be able to put that, like to feel good in your clothes, because I think sometimes there's this, there's a little bit of a movement out there that's like, show up as you are, or whatever. I don't, I mean, I think that's fine. But the, the discussion of like, I am worthy of taking time for my body to make it look and feel my best, because when I look and feel my best, I show up my best. And that, is that's what it's really all about is like allowing you to show up for your best self and I love that your concentration is on mothers because I went through the same thing where I was like I don't know I've got kids that are getting yucky food on me and my (laughs) clothes are messy why bother getting dressed I don't go anywhere you know and all of this stuff and it's been kind of a mindset shift for me following you and and listening to your stuff is like it really is important for me to get ready even when I'm home even when the the crumbs are still going to get on my clothes, even when like someone might yank on a, a necklace or something, but like, it's super important for me because I know that when I get ready, I show up better and I feel better. So I'm just really glad that you're here.
1: <laughs> I'm really glad to be here. And I love that. I think we get stuck in this. I'm just a mom and we're like, well, I'm not going anywhere. Why are we so backwards in our thinking that it matters more for the people we are going to see at Target than it does for the people in our homes that love us the most every day. I love that. It really it's so backwards thinking, well, I only have to take care of myself if strangers are going to see me. No, you should take care of yourselves because the people that see you every day are going to notice.
0: Yeah. And it really goes into a bit of a worthiness thing, which I think we're going to talk about because I wanted to talk about some of the barriers that come up for women from like showing up in that personal style, from getting ready and all of that. What, what are some of those barriers that hold women back from being able to do that? I think that there are three main ones I focus on
1: in my business after over 10 years of doing this. And I've worked with moms and I always apologize, like, oh my gosh, when I worked with moms who were nursing, when I had no idea what breastfeeding was like. And I was like, just wear the dress that zips up in the back. It's fine. <laughs> like, I am so sorry now. Um, but I've been working with moms for years. So it's not just since I've been a mom for the past three and a half years, it's been the whole 10 years I've worked with moms. And I've seen three common factors in not getting dressed. And the first one being weight, the second one being time, and the third one being money. And it all kind of ties into what you said with worthiness. So when we work through personal style, um, when I do one-on-one or whether it's in a group setting or whatever, one of the first things we work on is our mindset and then getting through these barriers and why it's a style barrier for us.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I'd I'd be willing to bet that weight is probably the number one barrier yes. am i right <laughs> absolutely it's the number one
1: it's i am a big proponent i just i will tell everybody try tucking in your shirt try the half tuck or a full tuck and it'll make all the difference in the world and the biggest pushback i get on that but my mom belly but i've gained x amount of pounds since having kids it's always the number one barrier well i will buy i remember working in nordstrom as a stylist. And we would make a bet together, the associates on how many times we would hear a day. Well, when I lose 10 pounds, I'll come back and get that. Like if we had a dollar for every time as a store associate, we would be so wealthy because every woman says it. And I think that they say it so often just on autopilot, because you're going to think I'm not worthy of that as a sales associate, I think the client thinks that like, or as a stylist, like I shouldn't be wearing this until I'm 10 pounds lighter. And I'm just going to say it out loud before you can say it. And I think we put that up as a wall in front of us, like, okay, once I lose 10 pounds and most women, there are some women who are actively losing weight and that's great. But most of the time that last 10 pounds, they're not actually doing anything to take off 10 pounds, which is totally fine, but they could be putting off getting dressed for 10 years, if that's the case.
0: Yeah. And I love that you brought that up because I actually have an episode that's actually going to air a week before our episode about what, when we're worried about what other people think and judgments of others and what to do with that. Because I think sometimes it really boils down to that of like, what will other people think? Yeah. And we want to bring it back into like, okay, well, how can I create what I think? And so Yeah. So these women come in and they say, you know, I've got to lose this weight before I'm worthy of wearing this or whatever. And I actually wanted to start. It's very emotional, right? That concept is very emotional. I want to take a minute and take the emotion out of it. You're really good at this. Okay. I want to take the emotion out of it. I know that they're there. I want to put it on a shelf for a minute. And I want to ask like, what does it look like to have a personal style for any size and anybody without the emotions, the logical, the shape, all of that? Like, tell us more about that.
1: Yeah, there luckily are a lot of puzzle pieces we can put together that are strictly logic. They don't have any emotion. And if you learn to use these tools and resources to your benefit, you will realize that style has nothing to do with weight shape has nothing to do with weight. For the most part, you can be a size two and a size 22 and be the same shape. So if you learn how to dress your shape, you get really clear on your why. You get really clear on what's stopping you. It has to be so much more than, oh, I just want to look cute. It has to be what we talked about. It has to be that domino effect. Like, oh, I'm here to change the world. I'm raising world changers. And that should be enough to like, okay, let's, let's gear up here for battle because I'm raising these children and I need to be ready for it instead of reactive to what comes at me. So get really clear on your why beyond looking cute, know your shape, know how to dress your shape, learn what you love to wear. And we talked a little bit, um, before we started recording and you said, you've started playing dress up, essentially. Let's play with our clothes. What happened to that wonder of a child that we had inside of us when we would open up our mom's closet and think, how cool would it be to wear that? And you'd put it on and it's you know way too big for you. You're just this little kid. That can still be a thing. And that is my goal is to bring that wonder and fun and excitement into your day because you have to do it every day. Unless you live on some nudist island, you have to put clothes on your body So, why not make it an experience worth doing every single day? So, when you use these tools to get dressed, instead of thinking like, well, my body's not good enough, why isn't your body good enough? Because somebody on Instagram is, you know, 10 pounds lighter than you, or a billboard, or a magazine, or a TV show. Let's take all of that out and just look at what you have to work with and make it the best you possibly can. And using the resources, and putting those puzzle pieces together is going to give you style. And it doesn't matter what your weight is. You are you can have the same style now and 10 pounds from now, or 30 pounds from now, gaining or losing, or maybe it changes because you've changed and that's fine too. But it doesn't mean that one style was better than the other if you loved it and felt good in it.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love I I talk a lot around here about like, you can play with your food, right? You can play around with your food and what you like and what you don't like. And you can learn like portions and all these things. Like you can play with what works for your body too, if you want to change your body and and, um, well, this is the same concept. And I was telling Jamie before it's a concept that like literally just came to me, which is kind of embarrassing, I guess, to admit out loud, but I started playing and I literally just bought my first graphic tee ever. And some, I love it. T- like, um, leopard print sneakers. They're Vans. Like this is not my, this has never been me before, but I wear those and I feel like a cool mom. And like, I just feel so good and it's so fun. And normally I'm the person that's like, give me like this, all the striped tees and the plain. Like I just, you know, I've always just been like that plain. or I'd go out and I'd be like, Oh, I need clothes for summer, buy all the cheap clothes. And then never feel good in them, you know? So like, it's just really fun. I love that Jamie's bringing in this concept of, if you understand some non-emotional things about yourself, right? The, the, that all bodies can be shapes and sizes and different, and they can all be dressed and they can all have a style. It takes that emotion out of it. And I know we're going to talk a little bit later about your course, which teaches women how to how to deal with their shape. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So we're going to bring that in. Um But I, I kind of want to know. Okay. So we, we had the emotional, we took the emotional out of it. Let's bring it back in now. Okay. okay so what do you do when women bring emotion into it? Because I know it's, it's not something that we can just like get rid of. We can't just like forget about it. There are a lot of emotions. Our bodies change, especially childbirth and all of these things. Like our bodies are so different than they were before our kids or before thirties. I don't know what happens at 30, yeah. but something changes. It's very weird. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just kind of want to know like, What are your strategies for supporting them? Like when they come to you and then do you have any strategies for helping them kind of support their themselves when they're trying on clothes and and trying to like work through those emotions and, and do what you're asking them to do? Yeah. It's very emotional. When I used to do closet edits
1: in person, it's, I mean, we are sometimes taking it back to like high school, if you've clothes in there. So we, I have walked through like every part of a woman's life from high school or college. Oh, these were the clubbing clothes I had. And this is what I wore when I met my husband. Oh, that's from an ex-boyfriend date or, you know, there's all the things, clothing, has a certain smell and it has that nostalgia of, oh my gosh, that's the shirt I wore when I run a marath- ran a marathon, I don't run marathons anymore. I have five kids and I c- couldn't do it. I mean, it brings up like everything. Clothing brings up, so it's like music. Yeah. And I sit there with these women and I've really learned how to get them to focus and face the fear. What is going through those style barriers and, and journaling through this, like? what's the worst thing that would happen if you got dressed? What's the worst thing that would happen if you let go of the shirt that your Aunt Mary gave you 10 years ago? What's the worst thing that would happen if you bought two sizes up? Let's walk through that emotion. Let's feel it and not be scared of it and realize that we can feel the emotion and then we can let it go. It's not that serious. It's clothing. Yes, I know the emotions are serious. So I really let them feel the emotions. I love that. I also try to make it fun. I say, when you do a closet edit, get a playlist, call a friend, get a co that will tell you that is awful on you. You don't need to wear that. Or do you really need 16 black dresses or, oh my gosh, stop hating on yourself. That looks really great. We just need to find the right shoes. So I always say, call a co pour your favorite drink, put on your favorite playlist, make this experience fun. Let's stop sucking all the fun out of fashion because it's not that serious. It is just style But at the same time, it's serious because it has this domino effect in your life. So let's make it the best, let's make it an experience. Every day getting dressed should be an experience. And to get there, we have to face those emotions. And so many women are afraid to say yes and show up and be seen. Like you said, you wore more plain clothes. Today you have on this like, you guys, if you could see Elizabeth, she looks so cute. This stacked little delicate necklaces and a statement sleeve. And she was talking about leopard shoes. Somebody that doesn't want to be seen is not going to wear steam in anything or put too much effort because they might get a compliment and they're used to hiding. So Mm -hmm. we talk about that. Did someone in your past tell you something about yourself that that you are harboring and it's coming out in your style? Like, what did someone tell you about yourself? That's not true. What are the lies you were told about yourself? So we really walk through that emotion, feel it, and then move past it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You know, it's interesting that you bring that up because I have a couple of my own stories. I remember specifically one time my grandma told me I wore some, a pair of shorts too much and they weren't cute on me. And like, I I still to this day, remember that now it was a long time ago. And then it's been interesting. And this is something that I'm still working through, but my skin is really, really, really fair. And I have a, a lot of stories that I can only wear certain colors or certain patterns that look good on me because it's like my hair and my skin and things wash things out. And, and it's, and I, and I got kind of made fun of as, as a younger child for my really fair skin um, you know, tan was in when I was younger. I don't think it's quite as popular as it as it was back then. But when I was in grade school, like in junior high and high school, like tanning was the thing being tan. I couldn't tan my body just burned. Right. And it's just been a very interesting process for me to go through. And I've kind of learned from you And and just like, if there's something that I want to wear, it's okay for me to try and see if it feels good on me, even if it wouldn't normally be a color that I would think like, my husband is very much like, you look really good in jewel tones and like forest green. I am, I have at least a hundred forest green <laughs> things because I know that that looks good, you know, yeah. but, but that's a story that I have that I can't wear that because it's this color or that color. And so I love that you brought in the stories because we talk a lot about stories here. What stories do you have that are holding you back from showing up in that? Person, the best personal style that you yeah. can have.
1: And that can, that's interesting. You say it came from your grandma because it can come from an ex-boyfriend, a dad, a, like, Oh, I've had clients. Well, I don't wear short skirts because of comments my dad made. Yeah, And like, you're too young to worry about showing your legs a little bit. I'm not talking about, you know, showing your booty, but it's, yeah. It's these hangups of like, you have to ask why you have to just like, well, why is it that you don't, like you said, don't wear a white shirt? Well, because I know I look good in green shirts. And this is why I don't like rules in fashion, because like I said earlier, it should be fun. And if you want to wear a white shirt or a bubblegum pink shirt, and it's not trendy and it's not your best color, but you feel really good in it. I don't care. I don't really care what you wear as much as I care how you feel in what you wear. And if you're yeah. having fun in your clothes, oh my goodness. Now, if you're getting like a branding photo taken and you know that your best color is for a screen, that's a different story. Yeah. Take the photo in the color that serves you the best when it's going to be a photo there forever. But in your everyday life, have fun. Life is too short not to have fun with your clothes.
0: Yeah. And I love that you brought in the concept of like letting, it's okay to have emotions and it's okay to have feelings and let yourself sit with those and work through them. It's okay that you might not feel good in this or you're, you're trying to work through concepts with your body. One of the things that I teach the women in my community is, you know, if you have a particular area of your body that you're unhappy with, or you always see in the mirror and you're frustrated with, one of the things that I like to remind them is to say, it's okay. It's okay to have those feelings. It's okay, to, it's okay to have those emotions and use those emotions to turn it into something good. Say, is there a way that I could nurture this part of my body? You know, is there a way that I could help nurture it and take care of it? Maybe it's showing it more love. Maybe it's um, you know, exercising a little bit more, like any of those things to help nurture that body to make it feel like yours, right? Yes. To own that body. And I think that's so much of what you're talking about is like using clothes to like own your body and i love the quote i wrote it down because i feel like this needs to be a quotable stop sucking the fun out of fashion <laughs> i am a fashion fun sucker that is totally my like i have i have i have that calling i've clearly <laughs> and i am here to say with everyone else that i am ready to stop sucking the fun out of fashion because i because you're teaching us how it can be fun for everyone, regardless of whether or not you feel like you have weight to lose or you want to lose weight. You can enjoy that right now. Yeah. And you're never going to like
1: be, if you have a problem with your stomach, right. And I'm sure you've seen this a lot in your community. Maybe you're never going to be like, yes, I can rock a bikini and I just love my stomach and it looks so amazing. No, but what we can do is kind of flip the script to using what you said, like move your body and nourish it and treat it well, show it gratitude. Like my stomach carried X amount of babies and it did great things for me. But instead of when you get dressed thinking, I have to cover it, I have to hide it. I force clients to focus on what they love. What's the one thing? And it can't be your hair, your eyes, your smile. It has to be like, Even if it's your collarbone or it's your smaller waist or your strong thighs, whatever that could be, let's focus on accentuating that instead of hiding. We are not getting dressed to hide our bodies. We're getting dressed to accentuate the good. Yeah. So flipping that that mindset is really helpful when getting dressed. Like let's stop
0: hiding our bodies. Yeah. Find something you love. Mm -hmm. Find something you love and- and accentuate it, and and be proud of it. You know, I think it's really important um, too to kind of differentiate between. You know, we don't have to be flashy and feel like we have to show all of our bodies. I don't know if that that comes out right, but you know, like we can we can show up in the way that we want to show up. And I and I say like it it doesn't matter who wants to wear a bikini. It matters how you feel. Yep. Right. Like if you feel like you can go out and enjoy. Awesome, wear the swimsuit that you want, mm-hmm. because that's what's going to make the difference. And you know what's so funny? I never, I was never a bikini person. It just never was the way I was raised. And then I had kids. I'm like, bikinis are so much easier because there's not so much fabric, and I <laughs> drive faster. <laughs> it's like a functional, it's functional. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of silly, but I was like, this is. Way more functional than all of this fabric. I would do like the tankinis, and I'm like, Oh, my stomach. And it has wet on my stomach and I'm chasing kids <laughs> around and I get it now. I get it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, okay. So can we, I want to move forward a little bit to the other barriers that you talked about, um, money maybe some time. I think time is one of my barriers of like, oh, it feels overwhelming to even Mm -hmm. think about getting started. Do I have to do it all perfectly overnight? Kind of like relationship with food, right? Right. So what would you say to the woman who maybe doesn't want to invest in a new wardrobe for a couple of reasons? One Investment, right? Money, but two, they still have in the back of their mind that they want to lose weight. And if they lose the weight, then they'll have to go buy a whole new wardrobe. How do you get women out of that mindset? That's such a big one. Um,
1: So I ask a just very, a, a question that makes them think like, Okay, it's this true or false that like you have to answer this. Are you actively losing weight or are you wishing on the side like I'm going to lose 10 pounds and in that time I can't spend money? Has it been have you been saying that for 1 year, 5 years, 10 years, 20 years? So I get really to the point in honest and clear communication and I make them be honest with themselves. If you are actively losing weight, do not go invest in a bunch of clothing, but your body deserves to be dressed in every part of your journey. So you need to curate, I call it a wardrobe, it's like a capsule wardrobe, but without the rules because I hate fashion rules. So I called a mama form. You need a mini mama form. Grab 10 pieces that fit you now that can like expand and contract with you, right? Like they, they can be stretchier. You don't need to spend as much money, but you should still feel really good in them. And they should Be cohesive. So you can have a lot of outfits with a few pieces of clothing. And then when you get like two sizes down, then maybe you can do that again. Or you could do it little piece by little piece layers. They work through a lot of sizes. Good American has a pair of jeans out now called Always Fit that goes through four sizes. There are ways around this. It's an excuse that people use far too often. And the second person is the person that's not actively losing weight, which is fine. It's not a problem, it's fine. If you are going to be this weight, why don't you feel worthy of spending money on it? Why do you feel so unworthy in your body? So a lot of that work is done in the beginning in the journaling of like, what is stopping you? And a lot of time we, times we put the money stamp on it and it has nothing to do with the money well, I feel guilty spending money on myself. I'm just a mom. Well, let's take just off the table. Mm -hmm. You're not just a mom. You're like a chef and an Uber driver and, you know, a house manager. You are the CEO of your home. You get the opportunity to provide the energy for your home and how that's going to be every day. And how you dress yourself has a big impact on the energy in your home every day how much would it cost to replace you if you're not working and bringing in income? I understand the hesitation. It's not usually that these women don't have a budget for it. It's usually that they feel guilt over spending time and money on themselves, which is outrageous. So I asked them to think about what would it cost to replace you? What would it cost to hire someone to cook your meals and do your grocery shopping and call the doctors and drive the kids around? And you know all of the things that you do, all of those hats you wear, How much money would it cost to hire those people? Probably a lot less than it would cost you to buy a wardrobe. And I don't encourage anyone to go outside of their budget. It can be done in any budget. We're not trying to go in debt over this. You don't need new things all the time. You just, and if you buy with intention and you use the tools that I teach on how to dress your shape and you curate an intentional mama form, you don't need to go shopping all the time. Then your shopping becomes fun after that. It's like, oh, I want these leopard shoes. I don't have to have them, but they're going to bring joy and energy into my life. And I'm going to have more fun. But if you get the basics first, it's really getting past money typically comes back to worthiness. Am I worthy of that money I'm going to spend on myself? And when I take Max, when he was younger, a toddler, we would go to this little toddler gym and the owner pulled me aside one day and she said, you know, you're the only mom that comes in here actually dressed. All the kids are always cute, but yeah. the moms look like they roll out of bed. She's like, I don't get it. I'm like, well, I kind of have to, cause I'm a stylist and I can't tell you like, Oh, I'm a stylist. And I just rolled out of bed. Like I'm sh- I have those days too, but in general. And she's like, I just don't understand why mom doesn't think she is worthy of getting dressed. I'm like, I know I deal with this every day. It usually does not come back to money because you can go to the thrift store. There's a lot of ways around that. It comes back to worthiness of time and money, or of yeah. time and um, of that money, not, not having the money.
0: Yeah, and I have to admit, I've been the guilty one where my kids look way cuter. I'm a firm believer I love my kids more when they're dressed cuter. <laughs> I like treat them better. And that is maybe okay. an interesting statement, That is right? <laughs> That's very
1: interesting. Like, and why oh. do you want your kids to look cute? You There's a reason for that, right? Because as humans, we're visual. And not that you wouldn't love them if they were running around naked or with whatever on. But there's something about us as humans. We are visual creatures. And you can love it or hate it, but it is what it is. And that's the way we were made.
0: Totally. And I love what you brought in a little bit earlier too about um, having just like knowing that you're worthy of showing up for yourself, right? And, and allowing yourself that time and the space to get ready and, to, and what you said about, you know, like what would it cost you? When I'm ready, I have more energy. I, mm-hmm. I think it'd be interesting to do like, a. There's maybe there's like a scientific study out there about the, the correlation between, you know, feeling good in your body and taking care of your body and how well, how like energy levels and how those correlate. Yeah, I'm sure there's probably something yeah. that I don't know about, but you know, I'm way more energized to do the things that I need to do when I'm feeling good in my body.
1: Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be this, like, you don't have to look like a fashion blogger. You just have to feel good in what you wear. And there's this, there's a lot of studies done on enclosed cognition. And it starts with when you look down at yourself or you look in the mirror, how often do you avoid that person? Because you don't like that reflection. You don't like what you see when you look down, think of how that energy flows into the rest of your day and the rest of the people in your life. It's just not good. So if you, put on a little bit of makeup. You don't need makeup to feel, to be beautiful. You don't need perfect clothes to be beautiful, but it helps. It's scientifically proven that it helps you to have more energy and motivation and productivity. And those are things we need to run our homes well.
0: Yeah. And you said it really well. You said you're the energy conductor of your home, right? You're the (laughs) one that creates the energy. And I know that that is, I've seen that when I'm out of, out of it. My kids are out of it and it's a mess. And when I'm in it, when I'm on top of it, they're also able to like handle things better. I feel like. Yeah.
1: And your marriage, right? I don't know if it's like, if you've experienced this personally, but the amount of comments I get back about, Oh my gosh, my husband walked in and he was like, you look amazing. And he's like, you always look amazing, but let's go on an impromptu date or, you know, sex gets better. Date nights get better. And it just has that impact. Men, especially are visual creatures, right? Mm. So if your husband sees you dressed differently, it doesn't, I'm not talking about lingerie and a sexy black dress, go for it. If that's your jam, just not his old t-shirt and some nasty sweatpants. Yeah, and your kids notice it too. Mom, why are you wearing real pins today? Like, I get these this feedback from clients all the time. Like, my kids notice, my husband notice, and it starts in your home. And then, who doesn't want to be like the cute mom and Target, right? Yeah. But let that be the overflow. Let that be the cherry on the top. Start with where you are—the ninety percent of your
0: time at home. I love that. I love that. Start in the home and over. Let the ex- extra be the cherry on top, which comes back to the like don't worry about what people are thinking about you focus on how you create the way that you show up yeah so what do you do um we obviously know you can't feel great every day we're gonna have right. those down days and this is absolutely normal i want everyone to know it's 100 percent normal to have days where you don't get dressed or you don't feel great or whatever what do you do on those days um when you just? you're not feeling it or whatever, For any reason, pregnancy, maybe mm-hmm. you're on your cycle, like all of these things. What do you do to help yourself feel the best that you can in that moment when you know, it's not like a day where you're going to get all spruced up.
1: I think there's a couple things you can do. One is we should all let ourselves have those days. You don't have to be on a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the time. It's when a day turns into a week, turns into months, turns into years of that, that it becomes a problem. But have, letting yourself have those days is essential to hum- just being a human, right? And then second is when, when I ask clients to do their closet edit, let's get rid of the frumpy. So why not exchange your like nasty leggings and nasty t-shirt for cute ones? Let's just elevate your go-tos. You don't have to think, oh, well, I have to put on you know my button-up jeans and I'm on my period and I'm bloated or I'm pregnant and I just don't feel like getting dressed. I'm not wearing a lot of the things that I'm not putting on a bodysuit, right? This is not happening right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to get a cuter T-shirt. I'm not going to let myself settle by having a drawer full of frumpy clothes. Get rid of, get rid of the things that make you settle and just elevate them. And I'm not saying you have to buy a designer or anything, just make it a t-shirt that's really soft and you feel good in. Make it a pair of leggings you love so that you don't have, you're already having like a blah day, right? Don't like add to it by putting on gross clothes. You could have a cute oversized sweat outfit or maybe your husband's t-shirt does make you feel that good that day. And if that's the case, wear it. Listen to your body, let yourself have the moments, let yourself feel it. And then tomorrow... I don't like to say fake it till you make it more as like, just have the discipline to say, I'm going to force myself to do this because I know the reward is greater. I don't, we don't always feel like doing the hard things, but the hard things are what brings the rewards, right? So some days you let yourself feel it. And if you feel that turning into two days, three days, four days, just force yourself to snap out of it. Put on some bright lipstick, put on some cute clothes, get out in nature, move your body, nourish your body treat it well and, and kind of have that discipline to move yourself through that moment.
0: Yeah. I love that so much. And I kind of started in that way too. I was having Miss mixed match, mismatched, I don't know, uh pajamas. <laughs> and I finally last summer just bought myself some like really nice, they, they were a little bit more expensive, pajamas, mm-hmm. um, a couple, like just two sets of it that I feel good in. So even when I'm on in pajamas, I almost feel like I could still go outside and go on a walk. You yes. know, like I could be in my pajamas and feel really good. And that was like a that was, I think that was really the start of my mindset shift. I was like, yeah. okay, if I can at least just start with pajamas. I feel like that's a a low entry barrier, like a low barrier entry, right. To be able to say, Oh, I just start with pajamas, feel good in my pajamas. And then I'll work up to like stuff like that. And so I love that. You just said, you know, allow yourself those days, but try to feel good in the clothes that are still comfortable. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Comfortable can be a thing. You don't want comfortable to describe your style because then you're going to have that like lazier feel about you. Um, but comfort can be a thing and it can still be elevated comfort and it yeah. could come from target. I prefer like Soma pajamas make a night and day difference for me on how yeah. I feel. They're so soft, but target has great ones too. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be this overreaching. Like I need to spend a thousand dollars on lounge just start small and you'll feel the benefit of that. And then you'll want more.
0: Yeah. I love that. And I was going to mention that you're pregnant because you were saying certain things you weren't going to wear right now. And I wanted everyone to know (laughs) Jamie is pregnant and due very soon. So there's definitely times and seasons where you're like, I'm definitely not wearing that. Yeah. There's a lot of things. I just, when I'm pregnant, I
1: get rid. I don't get rid. I just like store away everything I can't wear because I don't need that reminder every day. And then I'll bring it back out when I'm ready, but. Yeah, we're not getting in bodysuits and denim shorts this summer.
0: Totally, totally. You know what's so funny? I had a pair of jeans when I was pregnant that made it through my whole pregnancy. They weren't they weren't maternity jeans. They were like the oh sister gosh. of the traveling pants. I remember I was amazing. able to wear them after I was pregnant too. And I was like, this is magic. I don't know where these came from, but these are magic. <laughs> Wow. I've never heard that story before. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it is kind of, I have really tiny babies though. I have
1: five pounders. So, okay. (laughs) I'm a lot bigger this time than I was with the first one. I'm like, Oh, this is, yeah, we can't do this again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Calling it, calling it. Well, this has been so fun. I wanted to kind of wrap it up a little bit and talk about, what do I want to talk about? Um, So what what does it look like? So when you say the word personal style, I think I, even me personally, I'm like, what exactly does that mean? And so I was kind of thinking like, could you give the women here maybe just like an idea of the definition of personal style, what it could look like there for them, and maybe a couple first steps to get started on that path to feeling good and confident in clothing. Yeah, I think that there, you have to be authentic to yourself.
1: And that is really hard these days. And we talked about this at the beginning, there's the whole movement of being authentic and showing up as you are, but we can elevate that it doesn't have to be a hot mess situation. So find that middle balance of, okay, I want to wear clothes that make me feel like me. I think it happens a lot when we think that something is aesthetically pleasing. So we buy it because we think it's cute. And then we put it on us without any knowledge of our body shape and what we actually love to wear. And we then we have like hate on ourselves for putting on, well, I'm, I'm too fat for this, or I'm too skinny for this, or I'm too whatever, not enough, too much, because I don't look like the girl who I've swiped up from and bought it from. And you have to realize like, what do I love to wear versus what do I love to look at? Those two things aren't always the same. Um, and then really getting clear on what does your lifestyle look like? What do you need to get dressed for? Because you maybe you went from corporate to stay at home mom or maybe in this last year, you've changed from corporate to work at home. So your clothes really need to adjust with what you're doing every day. Otherwise you're putting on some expect, some expectations on yourself that are just so unrealistic and unattainable. If your closet never changes with your life, you're always gonna be frustrated. If you have corporate clothes in your closet, but you're going to the playground every morning, you're always gonna be frustrated. You're never gonna have anything to wear. There's that's, when, that's why we have a bunch of clothes and nothing to wear because it doesn't match our personal style. What makes us feel good? What makes you feel like you and what works for your lifestyle? So I think just getting clarity on those three things um, are key to having personal style. Once you realize what your style types are, what your body shape is, and what your lifestyle is, you can get dressed for it.
0: Yeah, I love that. And this has been so good. I think this has been so wonderful to have this conversation. It's a conversation that needs to happen more. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Um, and so I love that it kind of naturally transition as transitions what's that <laughs> word? Transitions <laughs> us to what you teach and I I wanted to I brought you on here because I really wanted to share more about some of the stuff that you teach and one of the you have a couple of things and I wanted to kind of talk through these because there's a lot of women that are like, I don't know where to start. I don't know I don't know what to do and all of that. And so um I wanted to kind of praise your stuff because I'm well, part of you. some of it and I absolutely love yes. it. Um and so I wanted to tell everyone that you have a course Mm-hmm. That teaches women the basics of personal style, like the foundational pieces of style. Yep. Um, tell us like a t- two second snapshot of, of the course.
1: It's a five style session course. So it's very basic with a workbook. You go through the steps of your why, your style types, your body shape, your lifestyle, how to put together outfits, how to curate and shop your mama form. So it's the basics of like, how do I get from A to Z? And the foundation of your personal style. It's something you can always look back on. Maybe you went, you did it before you had your second kid and then you go through postpartum again, and you need to go back and find your style after two kids, or maybe your job has changed. Your weight has changed. It's the foundation that will forever be
0: what you need to go back to for personal style. I love that. I love that. And so, yeah, that's like, I love building that foundation. And so Jamie is awesome. And she's given everyone here a special code to get $50 off the course. Um, so if you use the code wellness, 50, let's make things easy. Wellness 50. <laughs> that's how my brain works. Yes. Um, you'll get $50 off the course and it's just an amazing course. And then I wanted to bring in your membership too, um, because I'm part of that. But membership. You're part and- of. Yes. It's so, it's so fun. And there's things I'm learning that like, I just, it's just amazing. And so um, you also have a monthly membership for women who, now you bringing that in.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Women who want to continue education, essentially, who want continued education on style. So we go through seasonal, Um, every season there's a new style guide put out and done for you outfit formulas and Like this season, we're looking at shorts and swimsuits for your body and how to shop for dresses and all of that. Um, And then there's an accountability portion of showing up and community. So it's, and then you have access to me. So the course is a DIY I'm not involved in it. I give it to you. You do the work. And if you want access to me as your personal stylist, you join Style Society. We have a monthly group style session where you can ask me anything. You could bring in a jacket and say, does this look good? Or what should I pair it with? Or should I get rid of it? You can bring up anything. I just want to make sure my shape is this. Can you tell me women in there, like help each other shop and help each other show up or tell their stories about getting dressed and what it did for their day. It's just really fun.
0: Yeah. And I love seeing like what jeans women buy and how it looks on them. And I can be like, okay, yeah. that, I can see how it looks on a real person versus like on the internet, you know? Yes.
1: Yeah. Cause they're showing you in their bedroom of their real home. Like it just yeah. has a different element to it. And because it's growing, which is fun, there's women that you can relate to. You can find someone whose body looks like yours or whose style looks like yours. You find out what brands to try because they worked for her. So it's really fun.
0: Yeah, I love it. So Jamie also has a code for that. If you want to join, you get um, $10 off your first month with the similar code, but wellness 10. So $10 off the first month. So if you guys want to join that with me, I'm in there Um, wellness 10. So any last parting words of wisdom that you have to share?
1: (laughs) I, well, I just want to thank you. This was a fun conversation. I think that our what we teach really collides well and i think if we can learn anything it can be we i want you to learn to keep it simple and fun style does not have to be this overwhelming it's for the perfect woman it is simple and fun and it's for you
0: yeah and you don't have to wear the mom jeans that are supposedly in style if you don't want to (laughs) you don't have to wear anything you don't want to wear i really don't care about trends me either That's like beyond me. I'm, I'm working on the basics still. So the trends are way beyond me.
1: (laughs) We'll get there. Trends can be fun, but the basics are, if the more basics you have, the more
0: outfits you have. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It was an absolute pleasure to have you with us. Thank you, Elizabeth. Okay. My friend, if you love the woman of wellness podcast, Did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review. This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.